and welcome to another edition of Pump the Breaks. I'm the host, Eric Evans. This is an early, early edition of Mailbag Monday as we are recording at 4.52 in the morning. Uh, just can't sleep. We got a lot of feedback on the mailbag, a lot of questions, and I just am too pumped up to not record. Don't forget, I need you guys to subscribe, rate, and review to the podcast. Again, we are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, you know, anywhere you can get a podcast, we're there. Um, it does wonders for what we're trying to accomplish here, and I need all of the help I can get. It takes 10 seconds to just rate, review, subscribe. You got to hit a couple buttons on your phone. It's a piece of cake. With that being said, early edition of Mailbag Monday. Here we go. And our first question is from Josh at Backroads Apparel. Thoughts on the Saints season win total of seven and a half? It's actually one of the ones that I will probably be betting on, and I do love the over. Um, this is just a good team top to bottom. Obviously, the biggest question mark is Jameis Winston and what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, surely it can't be any worse than the Taysom Hill experience, even though they they did win games with Taysom, but that the way that he plays is just not sustainable. Um, obviously, the way that Winston plays, winning isn't always sustainable either, but for that roster to not win at least eight games in a 17-game schedule would be very shocking to me. The division's not very good. Um, Atlanta, Carolina... That should be at least three wins right there. So, you know, you probably split with the Bucks because they usually always split with the Bucks. Uh, that's so you're looking at four wins right now, and then they just got to get four more the rest of the way. Uh, don't love Winston, but with that offense, hopefully a healthy Michael Thomas and an unsuspended Alvin Kamara, uh, Alave Landry. That that offense should put up numbers, and you know Winston's going to take his shots which is a blessing and a curse for him. But yeah, I love over seven and a half for the Saints. Our next question is from Jacob. Will you be coming to Louisiana for LSU football and a Saints game? Well, rumor has it is there's a pretty big game scheduled for November 5th. The number one sporting event that is atop my bucket list, LSU-Bama at Tiger Stadium. I will definitely be attending that in some manner, whether it's in the stadium or right outside of the stadium. I will be at LSU-Bama. Also, there's a rumor going around that maybe some of our pals might be in Biloxi, Mississippi for that LSU-Florida State game. So stay tuned for that. Monsters will be on the prowl. The next question is from Mason. This kind of goes with the last statement. Will, will LSU drum Florida State? Yes, Florida State is horrible. Not that LSU is going to you know, win the SEC, but Florida State is just so bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking LSU minus whatever the points are. I don't care. Our next question is from Anna Marie. Why does MLB insist on putting games on seven different streaming apps? You know, we got games on Apple TV and Peacock and this, that, the other, and it's simple. It's a money grab. It's all about money. 
It's stupid. They don't know how to promote the game. The blackouts are so damn dumb. It, the way that baseball markets itself is almost as frustrating as what golf and NCAA do. It's a joke, but obviously everything is all about the mighty green dollar, and that's all this is. This next question is also from Jacob. How thirsty were you this morning? Did you quench it? Let me tell you something. I woke up with the devil on my damn shoulder this morning. I don't know what it was, but I woke up super early, couldn't fall back asleep, and I was just ready to roll. Cracked open a white claw at 10.30 in the morning, took a shower, had tunes blaring like you couldn't believe and I said, I haven't been that thirsty since we all went to the Tracy Lawrence concert. And boy, did we put on a drinking clinic that night. And there's a few of you that know how that night ended. And I am not going to tell you what happened on this damn podcast. But I almost quenched it today. But it was the Lord's Day. It was a Sunday. I took it easy. But today's a new day. This question is from Kevin. <laughs> Do you like rice and gravy? Um, I'm going to be completely honest with you, and I know you guys fucking know this. We don't eat that shit in Florida. I don't know what rice and gravy is. I'm thinking just like white rice and turkey gravy. There's obviously something special that y'all do in Louisiana that is... Way better than what anybody in Florida would offer. So next time I'm there, y'all are going to have to make me some rice and gravy. And then we can revisit this question. Because right now, I don't have a fucking clue what you're actually referring to. The next question is from Barrett at Trot Streets. Shout out. What are your Super Bowl predictions? Um, so this year, I think the NFL is going to be pretty chalky. Um, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of surprise teams that, you know, come out of nowhere, kind of like the Bengals did last year. I guess if there was a team that was going to do that, it's probably the Eagles. But I, I just, they're not going to win or even go to the Super Bowl. Um, they might win a playoff game, but I don't love them. I like the Saints over seven and a half, but I don't think they're going to go on a Super Bowl run. Um, Ham said on the podcast that he likes the Vikings, but again, like, are they realistically going to make a Super Bowl run? Probably not, but I, you know, I do like their team total over as well. Um, I'm trying real hard not to be chalky, but you know, I'm probably going Bills over Rams today. Uh, we did make a wager last year, very early of the Broncos, there was all those rumors about Aaron Rodgers being traded. And, and, you know, if Aaron Rodgers was on the Broncos, we got him at like 30 or 40 to 1. You know, that probably would have been like 8 to 1. Um, they're 16 to 1 right now. They would probably be my, and I'm putting this in quotes, my long shot to win the Super Bowl now that they got Russell Wilson. Because that roster is loaded. Um, I'm not falling for the Chargers again. I I won't get suckered into that. So, Bills over Rams. But, God, it's July 25th. Please 
don't hold me to that for the rest of the offseason. Today's episode is brought to you by the premier clothing brand choice for any outdoor enthusiast, Backroads Apparel. Whether you chase the migration, live life at full draw, or just enjoy going to the camp to crack cold ones with friends and family, Backroads has a design that fits your lifestyle. Represent the brand that prides themselves on being authentic and original. Head over to BackroadsApparel.com and grab your gear today. Be sure to use promo code PTB during checkout to receive 10% off of your entire order. And again, that's BackroadsApparel.com, promo code PTB. This next question is from Nick, and it is a two-part question, but the, the second question does not really have any correlation with the first question. Question one, who are the 12 Major League Baseball playoff teams? Um, we'll start in the National League, Dodgers, Mets, Brewers, Braves, Padres. That's five. I'm, I don't want to say those are locks, but I'm very, very certain those will be five. So we're really between Cardinals, Phillies, Giants. Um, for the Phillies, if you want to be a fucking contender, you cannot get swept at home by the goddamn Cubs after the All-Star break. Um, I just trust the Cardinals front office more than the Phillies, but God, the rotation is not good. Um, I'm going to be a homer. The Phillies will be the last wild card team in the American League. Yankees, Astros, Locks. Man, I'm I'm not I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm still gonna say the White Sox are gonna win that division. They can't be this bad this long. There's no way that they're just a 500 ball club. They're too damn good on paper. Um, Rays, Mariners are on fire. God, I love them so much. Boy, the American League is wide open. All right, here we go. Yankees, Astros, White Sox. Rays, Twins, Mariners. Boom. That's it. Part two. What is the worst kind of customer at the bar? And I did spoil this and I told him the worst customer at the bar is our friend Ricky. He's the fucking worst. But we won't go there. The worst person at the bar is the one that always tries to grab your attention when you know exactly what they need and when they need it. When you have a drink that's still half fucking full, don't tell me, oh, hey, yeah, I'll do another. I don't fucking care. You have 15 minutes left before your next cocktail comes. Shut the fuck up. I've done this job enough. I know when you need to refill. And it's not when you're half fucking full, you $3 tipper. Fucking assholes. Hate them. The next question is from Matt. Should the Yankees deal judge to the Nationals for Juan Soto? And then he also asks, who is the AL MVP? And he mentions Judge and Jose Ramirez. Um, first of all, if the Yankees can get Juan Soto for an upcoming free agent Aaron Judge, duh, of course you fucking do that. But there's no chance that is on the table because it would be Aaron Judge plus, 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 whatever for Juan Soto. Um, 
Judge has been on a fucking tear since the All-Star break. But neither him or Jose Ramirez are the AL MVP. We've discussed it at length. As long as Shohei Otani is in the league and he's just, you know, slightly above average at pitching and hitting, he should be the MVP every time. But if you're specifically going to ask me between Judge and Ramirez, as much as I love Jose and, yes, Matt, I know you realize the strikeouts and the RBIs and the the parks, I get all that, but it's Aaron Judge right now. But the correct answer is Shohei Otani. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Petty Wars. This question is from Leanna. I hope everybody's listening. Is it Sean that recruited you for the Fantasy Football League at your job? And the answer is yes, it was Sean. And I'm so sorry that you're not allowed to play in this league anymore. It would have been an honor to whip your ass. (laughs) We have another question from Jacob. Do you think Ham would still take the Rays over the Yankees? And that is one of the most stubborn men that I know. The answer is yes, he would definitely do that, and I don't know if he's wrong. Especially if Glass now comes back healthy. You give me a one-two of McClanahan and Glass now, and I'll put that duo up against anybody. And we're going down swinging at least. You got a you got a damn good chance to win any series with McClanahan and Glass now as your one-two. This next question is from Evan, and this is kind of more of a a statement. OG, Isaiah Thomas may be one of the most underrated or at least underappreciated players to ever play in the NBA. Um, Now, he did ask that as a question, and I'm assuming he's seeing if I agree or not. And the answer is, yeah. You know, if it wasn't for all this Michael Jordan beef, you know, we would talk more about Isaiah as one of, literally the greatest players to ever play in the NBA. Um, As far as him being, you know, the most underrated, he's definitely underrated and underappreciated. Now, this guy is better, and there's, you know, people do, like, consider him, like, top 10, top 15 all time. We don't talk enough about Tim Duncan. That dude, he's just so quiet, never had any issues Played in San Antonio, just won titles. And we don't talk enough about him literally being one of the 10 best players of all time. Now, Evan, you also asked a couple other questions. Um, Should Ferrari fire its entire F1 strategy team for their colossal blunders this year? And you have a a question about Devontae Adams. Um, We're doing a podcast this week with Andrew. Shout out. OG, Pump the Brakes member. Um, He's actually a big F1 guy, and we're going to do a fantasy pod. So tune back in in a couple days. I will have Andrew answer the F1 question because I don't have a damn clue. And um, we're going to talk Devontae Adams specifically going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. We will dive into that later this week. This question is from Tyler. Normal PPR 12-team league with the snake draft. If you were to have the first pick, who would you take? And who should be left out of the discussion? 
I don't know if that was a Julio Rodriguez MVP talk joke, but that's funny. Um, Again, Andrew and I are going to do a fantasy podcast later this week, but simple to answer the question. If I have the first pick, it's either Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey, and nobody else is in the discussion. But again, we will dive more into that in the upcoming days. This question is from Robbie. Should the Angels trade Shohei Otani? If so, is the return more or less than Juan Soto's trade package? This is an extremely difficult question to answer. Um, Should the Angels trade him? I mean, no. You should never trade a player like this. But the Angels are so inept that they are so terrible with two of the best players in the game. They may as well. If you're not winning with him and Trout, like if you can't win with those guys, who can you win with? Um, I mean, I think Otani and Soto are the two best players in baseball. And I think solely because of the length of the remaining contracts, Soto's trade package, if traded soon, which I don't think happens, but if, I just think because of that, you have more control, Soto's package will be bigger. He also asks, if you are the Red Sox GM, are you buyers or sellers? Same for the Giants. And then he specifically asked Jock Peterson and JD on the move. That would be JD Martinez. Um, If I'm the Giants, I'm selling. I mean, if you could get anything for Jock, who's having a great year, I would do it. Um, The Red Sox just don't. They're they're close enough to where I think they'll try and make a push. Um, I don't think they're going to trade Martinez. Um, I I think they're a team that's going to go for it. I know our buddy Nick thinks that the rotation is fine. I, I don't know. I don't even know how they've won as many games as they did last year and so far this year with that rotation. They need at least a healthy sale who that that ship has long sailed, it seems like. I, no pun intended. Um, I would love to see them get like an, maybe not an ace, but one of the guys we talked about in the last podcast. If they get a Luis Castillo, Jesus, that would be awesome for them. But, you know, just get like a Frankie Montas or a Kyle Hendricks. Like just... Just try and, and make it better. And and if I'm Boston, that's what I'm doing. I'm giving one push. Again, the AL's wide open. I know they're three games back, but you gotta go for it. Three games is nothing. We got we have seventy games left. Go for it. Go make a move. This question is from Josh again. Do you agree nickelback makes bangers only? Hell no. Although, look at this photograph. I don't even know if that's the name of the actual song. That, that's okay. But I couldn't tell you one other song that Nickelback makes. No clue. This question is from Justin. Are the Rays going to make the playoffs, and do you think they will ever have a good enough team to win it all? Yes, I do think they're going to make the playoffs. And, yeah, as long as you got Kevin Cash and the amount of young talent that they have, like, I... I've been in that locker room for a couple years, and I don't know what Cash does, but he just has these dudes playing ball. Like, they just got a bunch of ball players, and they're too young 
to know that, you know, technically on paper, they might not be good enough to compete with a lot of these teams with payrolls in the 150 plus million dollars. But they just go out there and ball every day. I I love them. Do I think they're going to win it all this year? No. But, again, you give me cash. You give me a team with Wanda Franco, Shane McClanahan, Tyler Glass now. And, yeah, eventually you put other pieces around them. They will be fine. Justin also asks, is Tom Brady still elite? And is he going to get another ring? And he put, in parentheses, this one for his pinky finger. Yes, of course Tom Brady is still elite. And the Bucks have just as good of a chance to win the Super Bowl as anybody else in the league. As long as you got Tom Brady, you got a chance to win a ring. Period. <laughs> this next question is from all my favorite girls that saw me at work yesterday. Shout out to the Teals. Did I send the double text? Yes, I did. What an idiot. Swing and a miss. But you can only hit a home run if you swing for the fences, baby. All right, this last question is from Andrew. And this is my favorite question that we've probably ever gotten on the podcast. And I did this last because it's taken me this long to try and figure out what the answer is. And Andrew asked, who is your dream golf foursome? Any sport, any era. Now, I have to pick three guys because obviously I am one of the four. And what makes this tricky is there's a lot of good golfers, great golfers, the best in the world. That would be like an experience to play with. But I don't want to play golf with Tiger Woods. Like, I don't think that would be very fun for anybody involved. Like, I want dudes that want to drink beer and party. Like, I want, and this isn't the foursome, but I want the Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth and Ricky Fowler on that island playing with no shoes and no shirt and just play. Like, I need that kind of time. Not, you know, Dustin Johnson and Tiger. Well, again, that would be fucking awesome. There's there's better groups out there for this. Now, the guys I would most want to do this with is Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, Ryan Rosillo. Sorry, SVP. Just not enough room. Although, you're that fucking dude. Now, if I'm strictly forced to pick athletes, that makes this so much more complicated. Um, all right, I'm gonna go with, and I just this is, <laughs> this is strictly entertainment purposes. I want Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley for sure. I couldn't fathom how many tens and thousands of dollars would be gambled on that course. That would just be extremely entertaining, and poor Chuck would probably get taken to the cleaners. And lastly, I'm probably going to say Brady. When they're doing the match on TV and it's him and Manning and Rodgers and Lefty and they're all out there, Brady's a goon. He would be very fun to play golf with. You know, you've, you've seen him at the boat parade when they won the Super Bowl in Tampa, the avocado tequila. That would probably be the most fun foursome. 
Barkley, Jordan, Brady. Done. That is going to do it for this early, early edition of Pump the Brakes. Mailbag Monday has come to a close. Again, please, please, please do not forget to subscribe, rate, review, share the post, tag your friends. Again, we got a, we got. A, I think we're gonna have another another three podcasts week. We're gonna get Andrew on. Uh, Ham's gonna be back on the podcast. We just gotta try and coordinate something with the three of them. Um, yeah, stay tuned. You can't have ten mailbag Mondays in a row until you get through six. Barrett, you son of a bitch. Um, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace. <laughs>